Hey friends, welcome back to The Unschool Files. You are listening to episode 10. 10, wow, that feels really big. That's a big deal uh, to me because while there are so many podcasts out there with hundreds of episodes and wonderful content, um, I'm kind of non-committal in a way. And this project I set out with um, no true specific um, goals other than to say what I wanted to say about living life without school and to talk with other people and I didn't give myself deadlines or um, really much of anything other than do this when you feel like doing it and when it feels good and it's felt right and good and um, 10 10 episodes is really cool. So thank you so much for supporting um, this far. This episode is uh, laying a little bit of groundwork for the conversations that I'm going to air very soon. I hope that you um, enjoy this episode. If anything resonates with you or if you've got questions about something and you want to reach out to me, please do so. Um, And at the end of the episode, I'll share how you can get in touch with me. The last few episodes of the podcast, I've been talking about raising and respecting our children as individuals as autonomous people. I've talked about connecting with them, building relationships, learning to set boundaries with them, for them, for us, working together as families and in the communities that we're a part of outside of our families with different tools and tips that I've used to keep us all grooving. It's been a great beginning um, and a good foundation for the conversations that are going to pour out of the Unschool Files. Later this month, I'm speaking with a couple of unschooling parents and between them have a really decent amount of experience parenting and unschooling, and you're not gonna wanna miss the conversations. They're really gonna help me peel back the layers of the essence of unschooling, if you will, and answer a lot of the questions that you might have if you're just now jumping into this or you've had and haven't wanted to ask or some of you've already asked. I've given some answers in one-on-one questions about some of the fears and uncertainties and how my family might combat or deal with the pressures of family, friends, or society at large and the schooly measuring tape that can be applied to all children. But I haven't really talked much about it here, mostly because I haven't been able to find enough words um, around one question in particular, and I haven't been really interested in doing um, like a Q&A style recording yet anyway. So I think the best way to do that is to sort of lay some groundwork in this episode, and the following episodes are really going to help maybe give a better picture that isn't just a straight answer, because it is so dynamic and so different for every person, for every family. Um, depends on where you live. It depends on what the weather is like. It depends on what your children's interests are. It depends on um, what your mode of transportation is. On your, um, I mean, it, it really just depends on everything. There are so many ways that the question could be answered. Um, that I feel like talking to other people and asking them is probably going to give you a better outlook than just hearing just my point of view because I'm just one person and the way I do things may not necessarily be the way someone else does things but me speaking to them might give you a blend of my ideas and their ideas and you could hybrid it with your ideas and something comes of that 
So I think that's going to be the best way to, to answer the questions about how we feel so comfortable. Um, and I'll first answer that with, we are not just so comfortable all the time and just gleaming with pride. Um, we have our moments where we're worried what people are thinking about us. We're worried, um, you know, that we may not fit necessarily in whatever the scenario is that's like very homeschooly and we've decided to check it out. We realize those things. Um, we're not unaware of other people's ways of life who are also living without going to brick and mortar school. And we're also not completely unaware of what's going on at brick and mortar school. So first the, the step to having the mind shift from the school paradigm to the life paradigm is to de-school. And to de-school, you need to take all your ideas of learning and that timeline that runs in your brain that tells you when you should be doing these things and what you should know by what ages is you got to take that and you got to dump it and you have to dump it knowing that it is not the only way it is not the only way and that this other way does not mean you are rejecting some of the tools that are used in the other way that you've just dumped so you have to not mistake de-schooling for rejecting learning because you're not rejecting learning or learning materials. You are rejecting the timeline in which the school paradigm says you should be using those materials, you should know um, these particular sections of um, history or you should know X amount of math before this age, you're going to dump that because once you're able to dump that is when you have enough space in your mind to really start investigating what it is that your family is, is into, what it is that you all are doing, what it is that each person is into. Um, if you have one child, it really gives you the amount of time to connect with them one-on-one and see them. Ask them how they want to spend their day. Talk to them about what they want to eat. Engage them in what they want to eat. Take them to buy the things that they need to buy to make what they want to eat. Have them in the kitchen helping you. Um, have them out in the garden with you. Have them carrying things up a ladder with you. Anything that you would do in life on a normal, everyday basis, engage them in those things you would be hard pressed to find any child that after some period of time of doing this i don't know what the magic number is but i would say i would say a month or two of doing this of them being very actively engaged in how you are moving throughout the days and the weeks of your life and what you're doing you'd be hard pressed to find a child who has not been able to express their either like for what's going on and sort of take the driver's seat and want to direct more or a child who is com completely not into this and can tell you why they're not into this 
and maybe they can't tell you something else they are into at the moment, but they know they're not into that. And that is the beginning of a conversation. That is the beginning of, all right, well, if you're not into these, these day-to-day things, but these day-to-day things do have to happen and you're here, whether it's one child or multiple children, well, let's talk about how we can get the things done around here that have to get done as a group who has ideas of how we can achieve these things each week. And those things in most families are are all the same. Keeping your house tidy, keeping your laundry done, keeping your dishes done, buying and cooking food. Um, And you just, you talk about the responsibilities of the household. And once everybody's in on that and can understand what their roles are, or at least if they don't have any roles yet, what roles the adults are taking in in the household, they can see for themselves, wow, okay, so there's a lot of things going on. And I want to go to museums, and I want to go to parks, and I want to go to the creek, and I want to do, you know, all of these things with my time, but we as a family have all these things that we're responsible for, so they can see the balances that's needed. And they're more inclined to want to help shift some of that now. (laughs) my children are not necessarily uh, jumping at the idea of taking on more family chores, but they all are really, really aware that if we don't all pitch in, they're just not going to happen. And if they don't happen, I mean, it just turns into chaos. And every so often we slip into that chaos um, for a little while. And depending on what time of year it is, we could sometimes stew in it a bit. Um, But we always find our way back and we always come together and work out how we're going to redistribute everything and and get things done and get back on track. So it's a lot of communicating with each other that helps shift your mind in the de-schooling process. And once you've been able to de-school and see your children for who they are and help um, engage them in your day-to-day life and start pursuing their interests and whatever it is that they want to do, that's really when you start to find some affirmation in the choice because you can become so busy with what's going on in all of the conversations and all of the questions that they may have in the ways that you may be spending your time, whatever it is that you're doing, whether you are taking family trips or you're camping all the time or you are um, just out and about in your town using, you know, a free museum pass you got or something, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, We know people who they would hit the skating rink so many times a week because they just love skating. And I just think it's great. I think it's great that you can spend time doing the things that make you happy instead of thinking about all of these boxes that you need to check. Now, this is where the major part of the shift happens is you've let go, right? You don't, you're not worried about checking the boxes. You may still check in a bit. You may still, you know, think, okay, this could definitely be considered as language arts or, or history lesson. You may still compartmentalize a bit, but you're, you're mostly, you're mostly feeling real confident, um, about this choice. And then some random thing can happen. Maybe somebody questions you or um, 
maybe a friend or a family member use the schoolie measuring tape on your children and ask them to do some kind of show pony trick like count back change for no reason at all or listen to them lecture um, about how in their day (laughs) you needed to know how to count change this way and that way. Maybe these things come up and make, make you feel a little icky. And if it's not making you feel icky, it might be making your kid feel icky that that is how they're seen, is that worth is seen in whether or not they're able to do that. Now, this question um, here of, of how we engage in friends or family or whomever might, might bring this situation up, it, it's different for everyone how you'd handle it. A lot of times for us, we're a smile and nod kind of family. And once we've made time away from everything and we're alone, a conversation usually cracks open and we talk about it. And we talk about maybe what that person might have thought, what that person um, could have been trying to say. We definitely try to advocate for the friend or the family member or whoever it is that maybe made one of our children feel that way in regards to like the the schoolie hoop jumping we do try to try to see the softer side of things and know that it is um, of good intentions or because of how they were raised or what they know as right in the world for the path to success and um, being a good productive member of society but we also don't just give it a complete pass. We allow for our children to investigate that situation for themselves and then we talk about it and they ask questions, we answer questions and usually it ends up in them understanding that a lot of people think that way and that we cannot be ignorant to the fact that a lot of people think that way, that there is this way to success and and this path of of linear schooling is the way that you go about getting there but we can know that that exists as a way and also still pursue life without school or maybe more appropriately in this particular conversation to say life with school when we choose so that might look like online classes or local classes that you sign up for or an apprenticeship under someone or um, if you have a family business or store or bakery or coffee shop or whatever it might look like a lot of time in that space working with people and money and food and I mean it, it it really can be so many different ways that this idea of the linear path being the one way is really something that we've got to get away from And while we can't make everyone understand that, we can pursue it in our own life and find confidence in that. And the best way to find confidence in it is to practice it, is to practice it and not be scared of just going, just go. Ask your children if they wanna go, where they wanna go, who they wanna go with, get involved in your community, get involved in nature, get outside, get into museums, get into places where there is music, culture, food. If it's not in the place that you live, maybe take a day trip to get to it. Um, Just go, 
and you will see once you've had enough time to step out of the schooly mindset and the schooly paradigm that everything is going to be okay and you're definitely going to have some times where you you might worry and you might have some freakouts but just come back to that come back to that remembering how it felt when you just let go and you just went and you'll be reminded of why you chose to do this why you chose to meet your child here and now and live life with them in such this this is such a short window before they are off remember why you chose to spend this time with them to help guide them and lead them to whatever tools um, that they need to succeed and however it is that they want to succeed and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised Thank you so much for listening to this episode, y'all. I am so glad to have you here. If you have a minute, please, would you go and rate and review this podcast? Wherever you're listening, drop some stars and a few lines if you can, and it's going to help other unschoolers find us and create a bigger community and a bigger conversation and just do nothing but good. So I would love for you to go and do that. Um, I hope that you will stick around for the conversations that are coming because you're not going to want to miss them. Until next time, my friends, stay kind to each other. Thank you.